Hoagie's Garage. How we doing tonight, Tope? Did Kick. you sweat a little bit today? No, oh, just a little. It wasn't horrible. I, I was I was pretty careful today. Well, there's there a breeze. And there were some clouds every yeah. once in a while Occasionally, today. occasionally. It doesn't look better, though. Hey, how about that wingless show? You missed it. You had to move your daughter, but I'll tell you what. Yeah. The people was... that don't come to that are missing it because, man, they put a show on. And it's, I mean, I was still watching. I mean, I was down I... in Arizona, but I was still watching when I could. Uh, yeah. You know, moving her in and stuff like that, so I didn't want to be rude, but when yeah. we were eating, I kind of watched. There's nothing so, wrong with that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're bumping. They're right beside each other. Oh, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. You know, and, and, I, and they're coming back next year, I think, from yeah, what I saw. So and hopefully more people will show up. You know, just our own opinion a little bit here. You know, I, I see people post, you know, well, it's so expensive and stuff like that. Yeah, but You know, we, we were talking, what do you think the prices of an outlaw show or whatever have gone up in the last 20 years, 15 years? I can remember paying, I thought, 25, 30 bucks 15 years ago to go to an outlaw show. But you know, and now then again, my memory's not very good. I've said that before. You know, and now they're 40. I mean, you look at some of the other things and what's going on. <laughs> there ain't I mean, anything cheap Don't anymore get me wrong. I, it's expensive. It's a lot of nights to go. Yep. Um, it's something you have to plan for, probably. But, uh, uh, man, they well, put on a it. show. Man, oh, they put on a show. Little shout out to Jade. Jade. Talked to her a little bit when she was up to her folks. Super nice people. Yeah. Geez, he come right up to us. We had our shirts on. He wanted to come over and say hi. So a little shout out to Jade and her folks. Nice family. And she was quick time last night. I saw that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool too. So, um, yeah, I'm back from Arizona. I tell you what, I've been everywhere this summer, Tobe. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back up to Minneapolis uh, this weekend. So Carson plays some ball. This one's bracketed. So. You know, five, six wins, and they can win the whole thing. But, yeah, we play some really good teams this well, when weekend. You get the, when so, you get to the big city, the teams get better. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, something that we need to bring up is we have kind of reached a deal with Houston Speedway a little bit. Uh, we're pretty pumped about this. It's going to be fun, I think. Um, and we had kind of been doing it a little bit, but now, you know, we're kind of official in a sense. Yeah, in a so, way. Um, but yeah, Houston Speedway, we uh, are going to interview the A main winners from the uh, from the regular regular the, shows. Yep, yep. And we're gonna, you know, we'll try and talk to them after the race and uh, get them set up. And hopefully on a Monday or Tuesday we could have those done and get that out as a one segment. So we'll have a Houston's yep. kind of podcast. Each guy and, can- 10, 15 minutes or something. We don't yeah. don't want a two-hour podcast and nope. people get tired of listening to us. Yep, it'd just be <laughs> about the race and, you know, if they came from 10th to win it or if they started on pole to win yeah. it, you know, what it's did still they have a w. to do? So, so we're very excited about that and we want to thank Houston's as being a big-time sponsor for us. Um, anybody else that wants to sponsor us, yeah. uh, we'd be more than happy to... We'll mention your name. <laughs> Um, one thing I want to mention is Forged in Dirt on YouTube. Please go and uh, give them a watch on YouTube. And then Dirt Guy, starting up a new social media. Um, and he wanted us to give a, a couple guys I think he does some stuff with is Jack Croker and Cody Hansen. So any, you know, sprint car racing, you have the best intentions in the world. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my fans up to date. I'm gonna, oh, you yeah. know, and then then you have a bad night at the track. And you spend you, three nights working on your car, and and nothing gets updated. No, you no. know, and there's three weeks that go by. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> this. You know, this is that's what this dirt guy is all about. I think he can help you out tremendously. Um, who who, who get, was it at the? We were lining up some podcasts. I think it was Timez. Maybe he says, "I'll just give you my cell phone number." He says. I can go months sometime not look at my social media stuff, so you don't want to go there and try and get a hold of me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Facebook, Dirt Guy. Give him a look and see what he has. Tonight, though, Tope. Yep, John Cressman. John Cressman. Used to race, sponsor some guys, was on Brady Bacon's car for the big show. He'll yep. have some stories, I'm sure. He'll be fun. He will be. I'm really looking forward to it. So when we come back, we have John Cressman on. Co-op Energy, 
your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86, and in Milford, Bogey Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. And we're back to Hoagie's Garage. Tonight we have John Crestman on tow. Should be a good one, I think. He'll have some stories for us. He used to race, and now he's sponsoring, so. You bet. We'll, we'll find out a little bit more about John. How you doing, John? Good, good. Thanks for having me on your podcast. You hey, bet. No problem. We're in air conditioning in the basement tonight, <laughs> so it's nice and cool. We got we got told nice and cold down here, so all's good. Well, that's uh, that's better than uh, me and my guys are doing out here, you know, sweating all that, you know, everybody's trash. So I'm glad. <laughs> One thing, trash always smells better in the summertime than in the winter, right? <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, it, it gets pretty brutal this time of year. You almost, uh, as much as I hate the cold, uh, in wintertime, the trash is a lot less stinky. <laughs> <laughs> You bet, you bet. Hey, John, why don't you just give us a little bit of information about your family? Um, well, uh, actually, uh, Dale Bolte, which is uh, my mom's dad, he um, he got he started the trash business, and he also got my mom and all their siblings into racing uh, at Houston's, uh man, way back. Uh, my bo my mom was born in uh, let's see fifty nine. So I mean, you know, back then uh, Petrie, I think my mom talked about and a couple others. He used to go there with uh, all of his kids, and uh, they'd sit on a grass hill and have a great big uh, grocery sack of popcorn and you know, and some water and pop, and and that got uh, kind of the fa uh, that side of the family started into racing. Um, um, Tim Bolte and Bolte's Raw Service, you know, they sponsored and still do. Oh, yeah, the name's been around a long time, I know. Yes, and then so that's kind of where it all originated. And then uh, um, my uh, my parents um, got married, and uh, my dad started racing um, 70, 78 or 79 in street stocks, uh, started uh, racing sprint cars the year I was born, and 83 and so i pretty much grew up around sprint car racing um and uh i actually started driving um in what they call the rookie class in uh 2000 and uh by 2001 <laughs> my dad said he goes i have to retire because uh i don't want my son to beat me in a race <laughs> <laughs> he, he don't want to hear about that for the rest of his life <laughs> yeah because so, yeah, they're for sure while well, they're kind of racing together I guess, uh, you know, I was getting pretty decent anyway. And uh, so then that carried me. Uh, I raced uh, off and on all the way to uh, 2012. So that's kind of the racing side of the family. So you jumped right into sprint car racing and you didn't do like the semi-traditional go-kart route and stuff beforehand? No, uh, that was uh, very specific by my dad. Um, when I was uh, younger, I was a very shy kid. Um you know, pretty reserved. And, uh, he goes, I will never push John to go into a race car. He's got to come up to me and say, you know, dad, I want to race. And then, you know, we'll build him a car and go from there. So I was, uh, I was 16 and I, um, you know, winter time I go, dad, 
think I want to race. You know, I, I think I want to give this a go. He goes, okay. So me and him, we built a car and I helped him, uh, you know, cause my dad's built motors since, uh, basically, well, is it 80 or 81? Um, so, you know, I helped him, uh, build a motor, just a 360 wing sprint car. Uh, straight to the track, you know. Yeah, no go karts, no nothing. Just <laughs> fire oh, her off the oh, first oh, night and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this: Was yours a Ford motor then, also, or when did your dad start racing Ford motors? My dad uh, started racing Ford motors right from the beginning. Um, oh man, he'd be a lot better. I I kind of know, but. He raced, I think it was like a, um, maybe it was like a Trino or something like that. And the rule book said that you could uh, race whatever motor, you know, came in that car. Well, but it was a two barrel. Well, in his, in that particular car, you know, they did come out with like a 460. And so, you know, right from the beginning, it was a Ford motor. Um, and he, he did pretty well in that class and, he had some engine trouble, um, spent a lot of money one year and, uh, blew up at least one motor, maybe it was two. And he goes, man, he goes, for what I'm paying this guy and they're blowing up anyway, I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna figure this out, you know, build my own. <laughs> and then, uh, so, um, I'm not sure, but he, uh, somehow got hooked up with, uh, Lauren Woodkey out of Lakefield. Oh, okay. So... Um, Lauren Woodkey kind of took him under his wing and, you know, showed him a lot of basics and, you know, helped him through. And then that, you know, my dad just kind of expanded on that. So yeah. anything out of our shop, I ran Fords from uh, 360 all the way up to uh, 410. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew you always ran Fords, or I thought you always did, but my memory's not what it used to be. <laughs> hey, that happens to the best of us with how many crashes I've taken. You know, that's kind of. <laughs> So that's a gift. Uh, so real quick, uh, just another side note. Who? What? Is, what about your personal family? Are you married? Do you have any kids? Yes, yes. Um, I'm married to my uh, wife Trisha. Uh, we have three kids. Caden, uh, who just graduated, she's uh, 18. Uh, my daughter Michaela, who's six, and my son Ryan, that's five. All right. That keeps you busy then, besides oh, yeah. garbage and racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I'm so, always on the <laughs> what's some? Of, what's one of your best memories from racing, John? A win or just a overall drive and show, or what was one of your better memories? Well, uh, um, driving-wise, would have to be um, at Hussett's. Um, I started way back in the back. Um, the cushion was literally just kind of... Uh, dirt that would you know get thrown up and fall back down and uh within five laps i was up into second uh behind casey abbas and uh um i can't remember his first name but kroger was racing at that time this is uh 2006 or seven and he's he happened to just spin out we're just getting in lap traffic and i'm you know, doing like Mach 3 on the cushion, you know, beating the wall down. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> there is no way I'm turning under this guy. I'm going to, you know, if I, you know, in the side of him, I'm going to drill him so hard. And I'm like, well, man, it's from bumper. I mean, that's a little less than a car width. So I decided I got slowed down enough and there's just enough of a cushion where I just kind of turned right and drove kind of sideways on the wall around his front bumper and kept going. Oh, God. <laughs> was that back when that wall there for a while, the wall at Houston was only about a two-foot wall? Um, yeah, yeah, it was back when uh, the uh, the banking was a lot more aggressive. And, yep. Yep, so, yeah, that was that. Was that and I ended up uh, taking the lead, and I think we lapped somewhere up in the top ten. It was that was a good night. Things uh, were definitely running good that night. Yeah, that's for sure. I would say my uh, favorite race watching was uh, I. Um, yeah, my memory's not the best either, but I, I want to say right around thirteen, uh, Donnie Shots, you know, had a, a bad qualifying night. End up uh, being in the B feature 
finished, I think he did win or yeah, I think he did win the B feature and, uh, you know, it's a 50 lap race. Well, at the halfway point after 25 laps, he's in fourth place, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. and, you know, and then, you know, after that caution or the competition read the call, uh, it wasn't uh, shoot uh, three laps later. And yeah, he was pretty much checked out. Yeah. Where, where did you all race when you raced? What tracks did you all go to? I stayed uh, pretty regional here. I mean, I raced a lot. Uh, my favorite track at Houston's, um, Rock Rapids. I did quite a few shows at Jackson. Um, Hartford, which is uh, like three miles from my parents' house. I did a bunch of shows there. Um, did race Madison a few times. And I'm happy to say that I won the very last night that that track oh. was actually Track. So, that's I was a great memory. <laughs> um, but we did break into, um, I did a couple of years, uh, 410s in Knoxville. Um, we broke, uh, we did a couple other small tracks in Iowa to uh, like Denison. Uh, we did, you know, I 80, Eagle, Nebraska, yep. uh, went up to Fargo, Grand Forks. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, we say pretty regional, but yeah, we, uh, yeah. we did run quite a few tracks. If you actually sit down and think about it, you don't have to drive that terrible far to hit an awful lot of tracks right here, like you said, in the regional Midwest. Right, and, you know, that's, uh, you know, with Hartford, you know, they, they got rolling again. Um, you know, Houston's rolling again. So, yeah, I mean, especially from the Hartford Sioux Falls area. I mean, there's a lot of racing around here. Yep. Um, terrible too horribly far. And that's, that's pretty awesome. I mean, racing is a huge passion of mine and my family. So that's very nice. All right. Hey, we're going to take our first break, John, and we're going to be right back. Uh, sounds good. Hey, we would like to thank our newest sponsor, Tobe. Yeah. Husets Speedway. Isn't it great to have Husets back? Oh, it is. What, oh, a, man. what a great attribute to the area. So awesome. So our new sponsorship, um, basically what we are doing is we are going to have a show um, each week after a normal, regular show. Right, Tobe? Yep, yep. Normal show. Try to get the three winners together. Well, not at the same time, but same night, hopefully. And yeah. put together a little half-hour podcast with the winners to see how they talk about their night and... Yep, it'll just be a five ten minute conversation. Well, with, yeah, uh, like we've ever had a five ten minute conversation, but we're, we're not shooting for an hour show yep, or anything. With but each driver and uh, just talk about Husets and how the night went, and yeah, see how it goes. So again, we want to thank Husets Speedway for allowing us to do this. Yep, and who knows, maybe it'll lead to something else. All right, we're back with John. So John, we was talking racing before we left, and. You was giving us some stories. You got any more you want to share with us? Uh, probably one of the funniest stories is, is uh, um, on, uh, you know, because race season around here is kind of short compared to, you know, you get to the coast. So I would go out, work on the road, like after racing was done and uh, before it started. Well, I got to know uh, Shane Stewart pretty good. And, shoot, I can't even remember the year, but he won uh, the Knoxville Nationals, uh, the 360 Nationals that year. Really good. Well, he comes, and uh, my home track in Hartford had a big, and then was what they called the Hartford Nationals. And so he knew I was from there, and he's like, oh, man, you know, I'll just park beside you. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Well, we roll our car out, you know, and, you know, we're racing three, four times a week and, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of money. So, I mean, we had like bungee cords holding some of the panels on and, <laughs> and, and he rolls his car out and I mean, it's immaculate. I mean, it just won the 360 nationals. I mean, that thing is beautiful. And he comes around and we roll all mine out and he goes, man, he goes, you race that thing? I'm like, it looked like a crash on the way to the track. <laughs> <laughs> so so we go uh, for um hot laps and we're in the same group um and i was like three tenths faster than him and he, we get back in you know he looks at the times he goes oh he goes 
that thing might look like it crashed, but holy crap, I'm going to step up my game. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to make a guy feel good. <laughs> uh, oh, you bet. So, yeah, don't always have to look pretty to go fast. That's right. That's right. A lot of people forget that. You don't need the coolest uh, look in everything. You just you need a good running motor. You need a you know a car that handles decent. You yep. need a driver that has desire to win. Yep, that's right. You bet. Hey, let's talk Crestman Sanitation a little bit. How did you end up owning Crestman Sanitation? Oh man, man, long story. But... Good, good. We got time. <laughs> uh. So my uh, grandpa started uh, Boldy Sunrise Sanitary Service in 1960. Um, and then in uh, 1986, uh, my parents, uh, Gerald and Lori, they bought half of his uh, residential and small commercial, you know, like the smaller dumpsters, not the roll-offs. And then uh, my uncle, Alan Bolte, and his wife bought the other half. And then so my parents did the trash business, and then uh, I want to say uh, roughly around 96, 97, then recycling started to get really important, and uh, my parents got heavier and heavier into the recycling business. Well, uh, 2000, they decided that they're going to sell the trash and just focus on recycling, which is advanced recycling systems. Um, and then uh, so... I was racing and, you know, and doing stuff like that. Well, I decided, you know, uh, in 2012, I wasn't going to be the next, you know, Donnie Schatz or Steve or, or, you know, Kyle Larson or any of those guys. So yeah. I'm like, oh, it's time, it's time to put my big boy pants on and, and, and uh, make a living for myself. <laughs> it sucks making a living. <laughs> it just so happened that a uh, family friend was getting rid of uh his operation which was very small just uh you know a one-man band uh about 400 customers one you know one truck uh type of deal um and uh he had some you know health issues whatever well we came out with a deal so january 1st uh 2013 i uh took that over bought, uh, bought that it's kind of funny because I, uh, I never really had a loan or anything like that. So I had no credit. And so I go to the bank and it's like laughing at me. They're like, you don't even call me. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I kind of figured that out. So I go to him. I'm like, well, I don't have any credit. I got like 120 bucks in my uh, wallet. And that's all I got. And he goes, we'll do contract for deed. And I'm like, all right, well, okay. So that's in 2013. Um, well, now today, you know, after uh, a lot of headaches and, uh, you know, you can see I got a, you know, anybody sees me, I got a great beard. My hair's all fell out. So is that the business or the family? You know, the kids, they take their tool too. But, uh, right now, today, uh, we are, uh, um, we got 10 employees. We're uh, hitting on about 5,500 customers. So, I mean, uh, all in all, we're very blessed. Yeah, that's absolutely awesome. And then I've noticed too now, like last week with the, with the USAC up there and stuff, I've seen you're on Brady Bacon's car, so you're evidently doing quite a little sponsoring because you see you on a lot of local cars too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Brady Bacon, it's been, I got to know him actually through, uh, uh, Brett Vanderbrink, which I could tell stories about that guy. Anyway, <laughs> I got to know Brady through him. You know, he's a cool guy, stuff like that. Well, then last year at the uh, USAC deal, we're talking and you know stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? I think it'd be cool to, you know, put my name in your card. And we worked out a deal, and then, uh, you know, and um, um, so that brought us into this year at the Houston's, uh, which was. About a week ago, you know, he did the green, what they call the green car, which turned out really awesome, I think. Looks nice. And, yes, I, I really like that. Um, he, I mean, he was fast. He just didn't have things go his way. No, which, he had no luck um, all, the, all weekend long, hardly. Right. And uh, Doug Wolfgang told me many times is, uh, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good because you can be the best driver the best car, but if things don't go your way, Yep. Absolutely. So, but anyway, he had a 
he had a good run and uh you know and i was really happy but yeah that's one of one of the main cars that i sponsor you bet do you how many do you sponsor oh jeez um <laughs> just guess nobody will know anyhow well i mean there's actually quite a few i mean matt jewel is uh um the biggest car i sponsor um he called me up in uh 2018 uh to kind of crew chief his uh car and um we did pretty good that season and then uh um we've been together ever since well then this year i'm like well you know let's do something else i want to i want your car green what's that gonna take so he told me and so i end up cutting a check and i think it turned out pretty decent yep I, it's sharp yeah I, I you know green and black are my favorite colors maybe a little blue but anyway um so he's a he's another big one um um caleb johnson he uh we talked to him last year and he, for I don't know, three laps, he actually ran one of my, you know, engines from back when I raced. I can't believe the thing even fired up, but it, it, he, uh, he had one four ten. He was looking for another one just to kind of do the local Houston uh, stuff. Um, unfortunately, I mean, the engine ran good, and we did dyno and, you know, tested, stuff like that. But uh, the heads were so thin from uh, porting them out that it actually broke through and then so it sucked a little you know some oil down the intake runner and smoked real bad so it never blew up it just had you know oil was getting the combustion chamber it was just killing mosquitoes yeah pretty much i mean (laughs) that should cut me a check i think for that (laughs) (laughs) um and uh so you know um he's a good kid and uh um good family stuff like that the, you know, a lot of other people, I mean, it could be anything from, um, you know, they put, put, they'll put my name on the car because, you know, maybe I helped them a little bit with a setup or maybe they had an engine issue and, you know, helped them diagnose that or, you know, and just some friends of mine are like, well, I don't really have any sponsors. And so I just throw my name on the car. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome. I mean, that's what's cool about the racing community is, you know, we're just one big happy dysfunctional family <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're a little handier to have around though about all i can do is bump into the back of a car with the push truck and i don't i'm not gonna help with too many engine diagnostics or anything <laughs> yeah 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 all right hey let's take one more quick break and when we come back we're going to talk about uh what you do with dynoing the motors sounds good like to thank octane inc from t south dakota they pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. All right, we're back with John Cressman. So what do you actually do with motors? You dyno test them or what do you actually do? I don't do a whole lot. Um, I try to stop out at my dad's shop uh, at least once a week and we kind of BS. And I mean, every once in a while he might, you know, try to pick my brain from you know, the old days when I helped him out, but I mean, he's pretty, um, he, he's at a level of intelligence that I will never get to. So pretty much, you know, all that stuff. um, but when it comes to, uh, um, you know, test the engines on the dyno, um, I do help him with that. And, uh, we work together. Uh, it's always, 
you know, some engines, you put them on, you fire them up, you know, you make some pulls and you try stuff, everything's good. But every once in a while, you know, whether it's a fresh engine or maybe one that someone's been struggling with on the track and they bring it, you know, where it's like, what the heck is going on here? Uh, we were pretty good at diagnosing and uh, fixing what might be going on or whatever. But that's pretty much the... Um, the only thing I really do with motors anymore is uh, just that. Um, but I, I have to ask, though, what's the most horsepower you guys have pulled on a motor? Oh, man. We, uh, well, it's kind of a loaded question. You're talking uh, all together, or like drag racing or just sprint cars or... All of it. What's the biggest horsepower you've had on your dyno? We had... Oh, God. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It was actually uh, built for a street rod car, you know, street strip. So they're yep. going to you know, drive the street, go to the strip. Um, naturally, it did almost a 1,000 horsepower. Ooh. And it put, uh, God, I think it was a 250 or 300 shot of NOS to it. Um, so that ended up being a 12, it's like uh, 1250 and 1300 horsepower. <laughs> oh my god, that's good enough in a streetcar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you couldn't tie that down. I mean, if you did tie it down, you'd screw up the rotation of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden it slows down, everybody's clock is off. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I, had, I had another question in my head for him about the testing, but I can't. Oh, lost your track. That's what happens to us over here. We lose track god, of where we're at. It. <laughs> Maybe I'll remember it in a second here. So what does your dad actually all do? Then what is the Crestman Enterprise on that side? Well, my dad, uh, um, he does uh, custom engineered motors. He does uh, uh, pretty much all the custom engines for muscle car creations, which is uh, kind of outside of Sioux Falls, roughly by Wildwater West. Um, they restore cars from, you know, you see one that's, you know, off in the trees, and you're like, man, nobody can save that. And they, they can it. save they can it. Look, yeah, they make it look immaculate. So, you know, my dad does their motors, and it could be anything from, you know, like a Corvette where all numbers match, and so basically just kind of clean it up, make it look pretty, you know, stock, yeah. and, and then put it in. And then uh, he's done uh, aftermarket. It was a, a Ford uh, FE motor. Um, shoot, that was like a $30,000, you know, street rod engine. Um, <laughs> and, well, actually that car's actually won some national, um, um, car shows. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah That's always it, a good feather to have in your cap. Yeah. And then, uh, so, I mean, and there, you know, there are some other people that just kind of know my dad and he might do some engine, you know, street strip. Uh, whatever. Yep. Uh, does do quite a bit of uh, racing stuff. I mean, it goes all the way down. You know, he's done hobby stock. You know, all the way up to uh, four ten sprint car. You know, Ford Chevy Mopar. It don't matter. I mean, at the end of the day, they're just air pumps. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah. So my he actually uh, he rebuilt an engine for an uh, old uh, John Deere like tractor puller. Uh, we did a, we did a in, inboard boat engine one time. That was, uh, uh interesting. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's a few extra parts on them. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and, uh, that's kind of where my, um, where my dad kind of got his name in the area is, uh, you know, it's not partial to anything. Um, he's really good at, you know, reading a rule book and maybe coming up with a advantage or two. Oh, that gray area. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's gray area. Uh, um, and that's the funny thing is the more rules they come up with, the more gray areas there are between them. <laughs> <laughs> more areas they forget to cover. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep, somebody yep. said once. I forget who it was, said one time, if your crew chief ain't trying to cheat or trying to work in that gray area, he ain't working hard enough for you. <laughs> yeah, we actually, and that's true, too. I, um, uh, the, the 360 class I raced, they decide that there was a few of us that 
you know, might have had a horsepower advantage. So, you know, they made us put uh, one and seven eighths restric- uh, restrictors in. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> so, you know, it, that knocked a bunch of horsepower out. But, you know, with my dad being an engine builder and, you know, I'm just kind of thinking about things. Um, all of a sudden, you know, we actually, you know, we had just as much of an advantage. Um, and we actually got to the point where there was another car. And they were so frustrated that we kept on beating them and they were spending all this money and couldn't understand why, you know, they couldn't keep up that they uh, were wanting to hire Doug Wolfgang to go through the entire rule book and try to figure out what we're doing or what they can do to <laughs> catch up. <laughs> oh, man. Thought old Doug could find some gray areas that maybe you missed. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and to spin off of that, uh, before that, you know, my dad was trying stuff. And, you know, to be honest, everybody thought we had money, but we really didn't have a lot. The only reason why we could do what we did is we built our motors. So, yep. you know, we just, we're pulling new stuff off the shelves that he had up there for 10 years to put in uh, my car. You know, there for a while we had some problems. And, you know, we're shooting spark plugs out and, you know, we're hurting motors, stuff like that. And, um, some of the racers would come into Doug's shop and he'd be snickering, you know, making fun of us. And he, uh, Doug goes, you know, you better hope that they don't get that figured out because if they do, you guys are all going to be upset. Pretty good time. I, you know, that was some of my best memories is when I was racing. You bet. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, what I remember what my question was. So, with the dyno testing and just the motor in general, how big a deal is it to figure out the fueling? Um, to be honest, it, it it depends on what you're doing. Um, you know, like the ASCS and the 410. I mean, they've been um been around for so long that fueling is pretty darn close between, you know, as long as you know the nozzle size and the fuel pump size, stuff like that, you get a good baseline. Um, where you see the biggest improvement on is the 305s, which they're like, ah, it's just 305. We don't need to do nothing. And we get hellacious horsepower just by getting them tuned in, fueling right, you know, timed right, because, you know, it's pretty new. You know, a lot of yeah. people have, it hasn't been around for decades like the rest have. Um, but more than the feeling, uh, a lot of people will bring, you know, different sets of headers, uh, um, different uh, stacks, you know, for stack links or stack yeah. diameter, uh, restrictors, um, mufflers. And, uh, the, and to be honest, the even the people, well, shoot. Even my dad, when I was racing, even if we just freshened up a motor, we just got done running, and we wanted to, you know, just got done, freshened up, put it together, we could just throw it in the car. We know where the fueling is, but we put on the dyno, and we have a lot of customers that do the same thing, just to make sure you don't have any oil leaks, you don't have any water leaks. You know, you know that after it comes off the dyno, you can put it in your race car, and that's one thing you don't have to worry about at the racetrack. I mean, there's yeah. nothing to worry about. So, yeah. That's one last thing. You bet. All right. Hey, let's get into some speed questions, Tobe, should we? We can do that. Hey, before we do the speed questions, okay. though, what's the name of your dog? You always have your dog with you at Houston. What's his name? Uh, King, like King and Queen. King. King. I can almost King. remember that. Yep. He, he's King John. Boy. <laughs> that's how you're going to remember it isn't it i will now yeah <laughs> all right so these are pretty easy so we'll just fire through them here what's your favorite flavor of ice cream uh chocolate chip cookie dough all right are you a cat or dog person <laughs> uh dog all right that was a pretty easy one you have any hobbies now besides going to races um, shoot, uh, I guess camping with my family during the summer, we, uh, do a lot of camping. So besides racing, yeah, that's, uh, uh-huh. going to campgrounds. 
Um, you have a favorite movie that you like more than any others? I, man, I, uh, I'm a movie person. I would have to say, like, um, action adventure right now would have to be a movie called Nobody. Um, oh, yep, yep, I remember that one. I have, yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good one. I uh, got into the. Uh, I'm an action adventure most of the time now, um, but shooting uh, uh, comedies. There's so many good comedies that. <laughs> because it depends on my mood, you know. Sometimes I want, you know, just like the Dumb and Dumber comedy where you just kind of shut your brain off and just enjoy the laughter, you know. And, um, other movies um, uh, like uh, Thank You for Smoking where it's a drier sense of uh, comedy and you know uh, that that's one thing about movies I I can never like pick one because it goes in it goes in streaks I mean shoot I went on a kick for a month where I watched nothing but Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. well, there's enough for them to take a month to watch too <laughs> oh yeah it's like alright well I'm gonna I'm going to watch these through. Oh, man, four days later, and I'm like halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them kids made a lot of money being in that movie. Yes. All right, here's here's my new question for the night. Uh, we still have a bunch more, but before I forget, have you ever listened to a podcast before? Uh, yes, I have. Um, I um, Quite a few. Uh, Tyler Swank, I, uh, I, he was a crew chief on Donnie Schatz's car when I – um, I was broke midway through two, uh, 2003, um, so 2004, I knew I wasn't going to have the money to race, so I went out on the road. Uh, 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 Donnie and Danny Schatz hired me. We, uh, um, that's how I got to know Tyler Swank, and I tell you what, some of the best podcasts that I listen to, you know, are like, uh, you know, Tyler Swank will... Um, tell him uh he's while well, he's a crew chief on uh the ridge car with uh with aaron reitzel yep yes yeah with reitzel um i listened to quite a few of them with uh shots uh um i have uh i have listened to your guys's stuff before i mean it just kind of whatever kind of like pops up on my facebook to be honest <laughs> as much yep. as i don't know if i want to admit that but <laughs> pops up i'm like oh yeah i'll listen to this so all right well hey at least you've heard of us before so that's a plus um (laughs) what's what's the first thing you drink when you wake up in the morning uh great big glass of water uh snow or rain what do you prefer uh depends on the temperature (laughs) (laughs) well that's the next question question (laughs) (laughs) um i mean because uh um, hauling trash, if it's like uh, low 30s and it's raining, that could be the most miserable thing ever where you're like, man, I wish it just snow because you don't get quite as wet. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it ain't quite as nasty. <laughs> but if it's like 90 to 100 degrees like it is here and humid, it's like, man, I wouldn't mind a good rain. Just kind of cool me off. Yeah, so, stand um, out in it a while. Uh, and, but uh, all in a nutshell, I would have to go with uh, rain because uh, snow snow means uh, borderline ice and having a business that's on wheels yep. uh, that's not very fun so I'll go with rain um, then would it rather be 105 or 5 <laughs> when I was racing it would have been 105 all day long um, a handful of years back I was uh, hauling trash I got up in the morning at uh, 2.45, heading to the shop at 3. It was 90 degrees and 95% humidity. And I'm crawling up uh, to 105, heat index of like 120-something. Um, I got uh, heat exhaustion so yeah. bad that I started to hallucinate. Um, and ever since then, my body can't, can't take handle. the heat. Yeah, I just can't take the heat like used to so as much as i used to absolutely love the hot weather you know i didn't like the cold uh, right now <laughs> it's kind of 
not that I like the cold, but my body can tolerate the cold, yep. you know, and that's yep. kind of insulation I put on over the years, you know, <laughs> you know, get married, have kids. I, I put on some extra insulation. So <laughs> <laughs> haven't we all though? <laughs> so going along with that, what's your, where's your favorite place to go out and eat? Oh man, that's another, I would have to say, my uh, favorite place to eat would have to, or go out to eat would have to be uh, um, Outback Steakhouse. There you go. I I love a good steak, and it's a little, you know, it, it's quiet. It's a calm atmosphere, so you know, you carry on a conversation with without hooping and hollering. Um, another close one is a uh, Mori Steakhouse, but man, you know. Their food is amazing, but I practically have to take out a loan to go there. Where's that one at? That is at the old uh, uh, Foley's. Oh. Uh, uh, let's see. It is. It's kind of like on the way to Augie or something. No, no, no. It's uh, it's actually right by Outback. It, um, oh. It's a little bit to the east. Not on uh, Carolyn, on Shirley Avenue. It's on Shirley Avenue by, like, Lumber Liquidators. Uh, uh, let's see, what else is there? Uh, Home Home Depot. It's uh, a yep. little north of Home Depot. Okay. Yeah. It's, yep, back in that little loop there, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it is absolutely amazing. Like, uh, if me and my wife are going out, like, an anniversary or birthday or something, we do go there. All right. Special occasions. Like you said, you don't have to take out a big loan. <laughs> um, you got a favorite holiday, John? Uh, Christmas. I've always loved Christmas. Oh. And like, I'm not big into getting gifts. I love to give gifts. I uh, I like to, you know, put some thought into it and, uh, you know, and, um, see the expression on their face when they get the gifts. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not like I dislike gifts, but... Yeah. Then your wife that, and kids really enjoy you, too, at Christmas, don't they? <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> uh, what app on your phone do you use the most? Uh, uh, let's see. Weatherbug? No, oh, that makes sense, owning a business where you're on the road. Yeah, uh, for... Yeah, well, during the winter, it's definitely a weather bug, you know, to kind of see, you know, for snow, ice, stuff like that. Oh, yep. See if I need to give the drivers a heads up or, you know, because if it gets too bad, you know, we pull our trucks in, yeah. stuff like that. You bet. Um, oh. Well, actually, during the summer, my, my most used apps would have to be uh, Flow Racing and Dirt Vision. There you go. <laughs> There's always something to watch. Yes. All right. What, uh, how many speeding tickets do you have? Oh, man. <laughs> well, this could be a good one. Oh, man. Uh, I, there for a while, it's getting, uh, two a year. I haven't actually had one now for about three years, but I also did buy a radar detector. So... <laughs> 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 So, yeah, even in my motorhome, I, uh, you know, have to plug in a radar detector. <laughs> so you're saying you've had more than one? <laughs> well, I probably, all together, I bet I've had uh, 25, 30. Okay. Uh, that's getting up that's there. A, that's a few. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? Um, I actually just bought a, um, uh Audi S8 and... Uh, that tops out at 155, and yeah, so I saw that once. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite drink? Uh, well, uh, for supper, it is a big glass of uh, milk with ice cubes because I like ice cold milk. But That's if the I'm best. Uh, yes, uh, if I'm shooting the shit with the guys and want to, um, you know, just you know, like cocktail or beer. My, uh, my beer is Black Cherry White Claw, um, mm. and then if I decide to uh, drink a, a cocktail, that is a Bacardi Diet. There you go. That'll work. <laughs> well, you just bought a new car, it sounds like, So, but if you could own any car you didn't have a budget to worry about, what would you like to have? 
Um, it would be a Celine S7. Um, when I was in high school, that was, uh, um, you know, Celine, you know, did all the Mustang stuff like that. But they did that. It wasn't a concept because they actually built them. Um, it's, you know, like an all carbon fiber. I mean, it's made for almost road racing. They always, to me, look so cool, and I've always wanted one, but, I mean, shoot the, <laughs> I mean, I think they're, I think they're like 300000 or something. <laughs> well, that's why we asked the question, you know, we don't have a budget on the show here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I mean, maybe, um, let's see, after I retire and uh, my business keeps growing, my kids might be able to. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that's all we have, John. I don't know if there's anything else that we didn't mention that you wanted to bring up at all. Um, man, I think we covered it all with uh, uh, my racing. I, hey, you guys didn't even bring up how much I crashed. That's pretty impressive. I mean, usually. <laughs> well, we don't want to bring up the negative things if we don't have We're to. We're all about positive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Well, no, I think we kind of. I think we kind of covered everything. I didn't even, I didn't even tell any uh, stories about my brother-in-law. So I mean, we're doing pretty good. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to have you on again sometime. We can tell stories. <laughs> yeah, I think we should, uh, you know, get both of us on and uh, and uh, yeah, we could both throw each other under the bus. See where that goes. <laughs> we can we can see what happens. That could be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be a G-rated show, though, I don't think. Oh, that doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> it's, it's a podcast. People got to enter at their own risk when they want to listen to one. <laughs> That's right. Well, I really enjoyed being on the your podcast. I mean, I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys uh, uh, enjoyed my stories. And, uh, oh, absolutely. Talking random. So. You bet. All right. Well, thanks a lot for being on, John, and we'll probably see you Sunday night. All right, sounds good, boss. All right, later. Take care. Lester Days 2022 is August 20th. Put that on your calendar. It's going to be another great year. Um, You know, last year we had a smoking competition, and we're going to do that again. We had fire truck rides. We had a little kid uh, tractor pull, uh, golf ball drop. Um... You know, we're at we're gonna add some things that we think are gonna be a lot of fun. And you know, we're gonna I think have a glow run on Friday night, the night before. So just a bunch of fun things that are going on in the great village of Leicester, Iowa. Come and enjoy the day with us in Leicester. Hey, John Crossman, that was good. Told. Yeah, I liked him. Sounds yeah. like we got to get him back on here with his brother-in-law, though, and get some stories, <laughs> but we might have to put a disclaimer up first, maybe, or something. Yeah. Language. Uh, yeah, language. You might want to watch <laughs> Listen, you might want to keep the kids away. Yep. Uh, hey, we can't thank John enough, though. No. I mean, he's come a long ways between racing and owning Crossman. Uh, owning a business now, and business is growing. and Yeah, so that's super for him. Um, yep. You sit Sunday. Uh, normal show Sunday night, yep. and get out there and watch. Tuesday night, and four then, tens at Rock Rapids, and then Tuesday at Rapid Speedway and four Rock tens, Rapids. 305s and street stocks, I believe. Yeah, so first time four tens have been there in a long time. Well, uh, eleven or thirteen or something. Someone told me I don't remember. I'm so good with dates and names it usually pops right in. But we're gonna go with what somebody told me. All right, sounds good. Hey, have a good one, everyone.